what's up y'all it's the wine drinking mom coming to you i'm so excited to be able to bring you guys this first episode i started a podcast just recently um usually i'm on instagram i'm pretty sure that's how many of you are listening to this because i'm on instagram pretty heavy and i'm always making jokes about having these damn kids and referring to motherhood as the most ghetto thing that I've ever done. So I figured I would take it to the podcast so that way we could have more time to laugh with each other and really just vent. I'll be bringing all types of stories. Most are very ghetto, not always having to do with motherhood. Um, I'm a single mother, so might have to do with dating sometimes, just a lot, co-parenting. So I hope that I'm able to make your struggles a little more relatable as I'm going through the same ones that you probably are as well. So let's get into it. Is it me or are these grandmothers not grandmothering y'all? Good. And don't get me wrong. I said everybody that, that knows me and knows my mom Gigi is the goat, okay? Like, if, if there was a Tom Brady of the grandmothers, my mother would absolutely, like, be up there. She would be up there. But she gets on my nerves, y'all. Like, I don't, I don't even know what it is. It's, it's in a sense, right? Our parents, especially the good grandmothers, like, we can't take anything away from them. But they act like our kids are not our kids. And they do it in a way that it's like reminding you that you're still their child. It could be hot outside, right? Like today, it's going to be 95 degrees. Literally, this just happened to me. My mom calls me. She's like, is Carter outside all day at camp or is he inside too? And I said, "Um, no, you know, he's both. He's outside and he's inside. She's just staring in the phone on FaceTime. So I'm like, let me put this phone down and and put her up to the ceiling because we are not about to have a staring match with each other. Nope. So like a couple minutes go by, it's quiet. She's like, you don't know. I'm sorry. Didn't you just call my phone asking me a question? Yes, I do. I said I drop him off outside, but they do go outside, go inside. So she's like, it's real hot outside today. Yes, it is. I watched the weather forecast just like you did. I know it's hot. It's going to be 95, actually. Did you know that? She's like, that's ridiculous. They got them outside like that. I said, well, De- well, Dolores, do you want to go get Carter? She said, I think I will. You know, what do we do all that for? That, yo, that is my mom regularly, you guys. And I said, the older I get and, and the fact that my son is getting older as well, it's just getting worse. Like, they are so overprotective when it comes to all types of things. Like, you know, it could be a little chilly at night. They're like, you don't think that they need a jacket on? Well, God damn it, Dolores, if I thought Carter needed a jacket on, I would have I put a jacket on him. I think he's okay. And he's big enough to ask him. Ask him if he's chilly. Like, don't be calling me asking me all this shit. I'm tired of them, y'all. These grandmothers... They're, they're getting out of line. They're getting out of line. And I recently moved home so that way I could save money in hopes of buying a house. Um, and it's been 30 times worse. Like every day I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, don't get me wrong. My bank account is absolutely thanking me. But on the flip side, what was I thinking doing this? What was I thinking? I said, every time you turn around, she's saying something. 
I could be drinking in the house. And you guys know, like, they don't call me the wine drinking mom for nothing. Like, I, I, I love wine. A part of me loves wine. The other part of me might arguably need to drink wine certain days. Not even going to lie, because this shit is ghetto. The first thing out of my mom's mouth, it could be like 7 o'clock at night, I'm pouring a glass of wine. She's like, didn't you drink two days ago? Actually, yes, I did. And so, so good of you to be so observant. And now here I am having another drink two days later. They, they just be in our business, y'all. I'm tired of it. I said, and me adding another child to the equation did not make it any better. For y'all that are listening, with one child, especially if you're a single mother and you rely on family a lot, keep it that way. Don't have that other child. And I'm really telling you guys now, because the switch up is real. Before I could do anything, I could run out, you know, run an errand. My mom was not checking for me. She didn't mind when I came back to get Carter. You know, she enjoyed the quality time that she was able to have with him. Now, now me trying to leave two kids with her immediately. Ashley, what time are you going to be back? God damn it. I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you enjoy the time with your, with your grandkids instead of questioning me? I'm telling y'all, these, these grandmothers, they are not grandmothering the way that they're supposed to. And I said, I remember being at my grandmother's all the time, all the time, y'all. And I want to ask my mom now, like, where was you at all them times? And I also want to ask my grandmother if she was checking for my mom, asking her where she was at, because you know, they didn't have cell phones back then. I said, shit, at this point, I might as well throw my damn phone away. Because you can't, you, it, how you going to ask me where I'm at if you can't reach me? She'd be texting me. I could be out. And honestly, I'm not dating right now. I'm not. We don't want to ask for help. We don't want to. But when we're forced or going through a rough patch, it's very important to have a village that not only shows up for you, but understands the importance of showing up for you. And I think that that mindset they understand it. You know, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, they understand it, but they understand it to a certain extent. They feel like that they have went through such a hard time. Like you have conversations and you guys can absolutely tell me if you can relate to this. You have conversations with your parents, you know, your grandmother, especially any woman, any older woman of color or any type of minority woman they always have a mindset of, I had to do what I had to do type of thing. And I said, for me personally, I have the complete opposite mindset. I do not want to brag about how strong I had to be when I knew I felt like my weakest. I don't want to. Like, I'm not strong. I am weak as shit right now. I am going through the hardest chapter, one of the hardest chapters of my life right now, raising two kids as a single mother, not even going to lie. And I'm also going through a chapter of trying to find myself as well. You know, I'm only 31 years old. Trying, mixing that with trying to have a life, which I believe that I deserve, I think instilling that in older people and trying to get them to understand that we're young people that, yes, have made certain choices such as bringing kids into this world or, you know, getting divorced or getting married that doesn't mean that we're our happiest version right now. Like, give yourself grace if you are going through this or having to continuously explain your mindset when it comes to certain things because I literally do this daily. 
I am absolutely in a soft chapter. I keep telling my mom, I say this. She said, Ashley, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, good. You don't have to know what I'm talking about. I am in a soft chapter. If it's something I want to do, I'm going to do it. I don't like whatever that means. If it means that I just put Harper down for a nap and Carter is content, I'm absolutely going to slide out that door. I'm going to see you in an hour. If that means me just going to sit at a bar really quickly and grab a drink or grab a bite to eat by myself, I'm going to do that because I want to, number one, but also I need breaks. I need breaks. You can't convince me. And and she used to do this to me initially, like, you made the decision kind of lay in it or you made this ba- this bed, you have to lay in it. I said, no, I don't. Even though I did make a choice to have two children and made a choice to ultimately do it in a sense alone, that does not mean that I have to not try to create a life for me that looks happy. Like it doesn't mean that I'm stuck or pigeonholed into just this life with my kids all the time when again I tell you motherhood is the most ghetto shit ever I told her these kids are fucking different from when you were raising kids first off my kids don't even pay me any fucking mind you know Carter jumps off the damn walls half the time I could tell him to get down 17 times that 18th time he still is gonna get up there and do what I just told him not to do like our kids are not scared of us back back when our parents were raising us we were scared of them So we listened. So I think they had an easier time raising us. These new kids, these new kids, they're different and they don't listen. So you cannot sit here and tell me that if I need to get away, I don't deserve that because moms deserve breaks too. I don't give a shit what life I created for myself. Don't care. Don't care. This is not what I signed up for. Yes, I signed up to be a mom. I absolutely did. But I didn't sign up to live a life of struggle. Like motherhood and struggle were not synonymous to me. I didn't think that they were one and the same. I knew shit got real. I knew times would be hard. But no, I didn't, I didn't sign up to be stressed every day. So again, a village is so important. And I think articulating these things are very important as well. I'm still learning myself. And whether or not people that you're articulating it to are receptive, express yourself and do that shit as often as possible, as often as possible. And maybe one day it will click for them. I think when my mom saw me at my lowest points, which I had extremely bad postpartum depression after I had my daughter, like everything in my life felt like it was falling apart. I honestly did not want to like raise her like it just... I didn't have, you know, you read about situations where people want to do things to their children or honestly act on it or have postpartum psychosis, that type of thing. It's like, no, I was still showing up, waking up, doing what I had to do, but it did not dawn on me that I was going to be in an apartment alone with a, what was Carter? Three or four year old. He was four. No, he was three at the time, turning four. And then having a whole newborn, it did not dawn on me that I would be alone with them. So I think when my mom started seeing like I was really going through it emotionally, like I was crying every day, every day about it. And I wasn't like calling her and crying about it, but she would pop in and she would notice that I probably was crying not too long ago. 
And it was after she saw that I was truly struggling, like, okay, I'm going to show up for Ashley a little more because she needs it. And thank God I'm feeling like myself again and I'm, and I'm back in the groove of things. But I said, I don't hide what I'm going through anymore. Like, again, this ties into being strong. I've abandoned that strong narrative. I'm the weakest person ever. I'd be crying, y'all. Like, you need to be honest about whatever it is that you're going through so that way people know. There are so many people out here putting up fronts and not being honest about they're fucking struggling. And then you have people like, well, you was just fine. Actually, I haven't been fine for six months. You just thought I was fine. And and then we sit here and, and we act like, well, you should know. Nobody should know anything. Nobody should know anything unless you tell them. This applies to your friends your village is, is an extension of you. So your friends, your family, your coworkers, people don't know unless you tell them. They're not mind readers. So finally, when I when I started saying like I'm I'm not doing well, and and it boiled down to well, what do you need from me? I don't really need anything from you except for help with my kids sometimes, and that means me just running out to be able to go grab a massage. Or that means me running out to go take a walk alone without having anyone around me screaming or calling me mummy. Like a break is not me being around them and having time for myself. Like a break is not, oh, well, let's go to lunch, Ashley, and bring the kids. That's not a fucking break. And I said, moms, 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 while I'm on this subject, please. And this, and this also to aunties, anybody that doesn't have kids. It's the worst thing to invite a mom out and mention bring the kids because we don't fucking want to. We don't want to. How, how is that any like break? What the hell is that going to do? We're going to get to the restaurant. We're going to sit down. This happened to me on Saturday. I had no choice but to bring the kids because my mom said, oh, bring the kids. And I'm thinking in my head, like, what the fuck? I was trying to go out by myself with another adult to enjoy myself. I didn't want to bring them. But I also know I can't be mad that somebody may not want to watch my kids when it's something I want to do. So if someone mentions bring the kids and they're the babysitter, what the fuck are you going to do? You got to bring the kids. So I bring them out and I'm trying to like have conversations, you know, be just a normal person. <laughs> Take that with a grain of salt. But I'm trying to be a normal person at dinner with one of my girlfriends And you got Carter complaining about something. He didn't nap, so he was starting to get a little fussy. He's getting tired. He wanted my phone. My phone was dying. Harper, I refused to let her out of her um, stroller. Couldn't happen because that whole restaurant would have been turned upside down. And all I'm thinking in my head was, I want this fucking lady to be here, my mom, to witness this shit. I'm so mad that I don't have, like... Uh, FaceTime, that's not a face. I think I need to walk around with a fucking camera that the police wear all the time just for her, a chest cam, so she can get a better visual of what a day in the life is for me with them too. And I think she would, she would have a little more grace, not too much, because I told you she's very, you signed up for that, so she's not going to care too much. Like, it's sorry for you if you're struggling, but that's your business. But she might show me just a little more grace because it is hard. So friends, friends, 
do not mention bring the kids if we're trying to have time away. Like, that's the last thing we want. If anything, volunteer to watch those kids so we can go out by ourselves. Like, we will have just as much fun, I promise you. No more bring the kids. Like, we need to cancel that narrative. We're beating up with you, even if it's for other moms. Bring the kids. We don't fucking want to. And that's why I started Bad Moms of Boston. I was so happy to be able to link with other moms in the Boston area because most of our events are without the motherfucking kids. And they're without the kids for a reason. And I said a lot of moms might carry mom guilt. You know, they're really not at the stage where they want to leave their kids yet, especially if they're new. If you have smaller babies, maybe this isn't the group for you. But if you have older kids, we literally plan events on purpose so that people have a chance to get away from their kids, to get away from their spouse, to get away from that shit. Because not everybody has a friends group that gets it. Again, if you're a mom and most of your friends don't have kids yet or, you know, you you mainly have a lot of guy friends or you don't even have a lot of friends in general, where the hell does your break come in? I'm big on breaks, guys, right now. Like, I'm not playing around when it comes to taking breaks. Take all the time you need. Just take it. I joke all the time. Anybody has a conversation with me, they're like, Ashley, you you have to stop saying you're going to run away. I said, why? No, I don't. Every day I plan on running away. I don't know when I'm going to do it yet. And no, it probably won't be for long. But when I say I'm going to run away, that means, yes, I am plotting to take some me time. I probably am not going to like go away for a long time. It wouldn't even be like a full 24 hours. But shit, if I disappear for half of the day, I ran away until further notice and I will be back when I get a chance to. And that's the honest to God's truth. And when I come back, I bet I'll have a better mind space and be prepared to continue doing life another 24 hours in the ghetto. But breaks are necessary. I, I said, shit, they better be happy that they got an age where the fire station, I, I think there's a cap to where you can drop the kids off at the fire station. Because if there wasn't, I might have already dropped my damn kids off there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. And I would have left a note letting them know that I'm coming back because this is a safe haven. But I got to take a break. Like, there, every city needs to have like a drop-in center, a safe one though, right? Because everybody's nervous about leaving their kids and rightfully so. Shit happens to kids. So that's why my mom's pretty much my only babysitter. And I, I, I don't think she understands that because I said, what if I went out and found another sitter or more help and something fucking happened to them? Like, number one, my mom would kill me. I told you she acts like those are her kids. And number two, I would feel like the worst person in the world and also the most selfish person. So I get it if you don't have the opportunity to take breaks as necessary. But I think that we need to maybe band together or brainstorm a little more on how we can make it so that people are still able to do so. There's a big lack of community against moms. Like a lot are starting to band together, I think. I think more people are getting it. But there's still some crazy segregation when it comes to motherhood, Um, whether it's like single moms, whether it's married moms, moms of color, moms that are not of color. There are little cliques in motherhood, whether it be in certain cities. And I see it all the time. I see it on Instagram. And I said, 
we're all going through the same common problem. Maybe not to the same extent, right? Because if you're living at home and you have this doting husband that helps you out all the time, perhaps you don't have the same struggles as that single mom that might not have the same help or or the same resources that you have or the same village for that matter. But at the end of the day, you still are a person that's struggling and understands the importance of still feeling like yourself. So why do more moms not approach motherhood or sisterhood for that matter with that idea in mind it's a big it's a big lack of community i told you that this shit is the most ghetto thing i ever did and had i known i would i would have fucking never joined this goddamn cult motherhood's like a cult it's a bad cult too the are the kings or who what are the the leaders of the cults are the kids it's a tyranny they're treating us like shit and they're expecting a lot and the the worst part about it all is we can't we can't get out. We can't get out of this shit. How are we gonna get out? And if we decide to get out, we're gonna be disowned, right? Like you can't you can't run away from your kids. You're gonna be labeled as a bad mom and shit. That's not gonna be good. But this shit is a cult. And I said I've had it here. I I'm like, I don't know if we gotta overthrow the leader. I don't know what we gotta do, guys. But we didn't sign up for this shit. We gotta take our power back. So on that note, I'm going to leave you guys with my famous saying of free the moms, free the moms about the jails, free the moms about the cults, free the moms about the ghetto, because we absolutely matter. Um, I hope if you took anything away from this, you took away the fact that you matter. Um, Doesn't matter how your kids feel about it. Doesn't matter how people around you feel about it. You matter. And you need to make sure that you're prioritizing yourself regardless of what people say. And whatever that looks like, do it. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. And I will see you next week.